You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm here with Liam. I'm here with Liam Merrill. You're there with Liam Merrill tonight? <laughs> there, that's honestly just the start. What are we going to do when it's 8 o'clock starts, Leah? What are we going to do when it's 8 o'clock? This is 7.30. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters, and the mood is different than last night. Let's just say that. The mood, the game, much, much different. And you know what? You think we're tired. And we talked about it last night on the show about the the difficulties in traveling home from Colorado and playing the planes, trains, and automobiles that is the Arizona Coyotes definitely was an issue. It took them time to get to the airport last night. They had over a foot of snow. They had to de-ice before they could take off. And I don't know if you, anybody heard in the broadcast, but Tyson Nash was saying they were on the ground between 3.30 and 4 o'clock in the morning. You're really? not getting to bed till you know after four, closer to five in the morning. By the time you finally settle down, wind down, and get some sleep, I know they didn't have a morning skate. Nobody at the rink this morning. But if you, man, it's hard not to start tired. And you look at Calgary flew in from Dallas. Their game was an over an hour before um, the, the Coyotes game ended in in Denver. So they were tucked nicely in bed at their hotel out on the west side, well before the Coyotes even took off. So. Well, PD, last night when I said both teams are coming off, it's the night two of a back-to-back, and one the, the first 10 minutes were going to define the game. I didn't mean that the Coyotes would be outshot 26-8 to eight in the first period. Um, here's our regularly timed super chat <laughs> yeah. from Mr. Sellen. These flames really the, suck. How come I'm they the got, pessimistic one? In the they got 26. Shots in 20 minutes and 24 and 40 minutes. <laughs> what a sad team in Calgary sad... letting off the gas. Disappointing. That's one way to look at it. Um, but yeah, that first period, let's talk yeah. about it. <laughs> but, but, but you know, it's, it's when I said this last night, that the win last night in Denver was a team effort. It wasn't all hung on the goaltender. If this team was going to find a way to sneak back into this game and win, it was going to be all on the goaltender. That first period was absolutely atrocious defending. They had no legs. They ne- they didn't win one puck race in the first 20 minutes. They were still sleeping. And and I get it. It's a back-to-back. You played an emotional game in Denver last night. You traveled late. You're playing a Calgary team that is very good and very high-end skill, moves the puck well, skates well. 
Um, so I'm not necessarily surprised, but 26 to eight in the first period, whoo, boy, that, that, I mean, that's 26 for a game is a lot. You know, you, we look at what a team must, you want to hold the team to under 30 in today's game, 28 to 30 shots. They had 26 in the first period. <laughs> you just, they just couldn't get their legs going. And when that happens, you just got to simplify it off the glass and out over the red and in, and just wait for something to happen. It is definitely not the same, same team that we saw last night. And that's probably part of the issue that you have with a team like the Coyotes issue where they're built. Um, it's difficult to get consistency. You you look for somebody to pull you through, you know, and you look at Calgary, what happened to that team, that top line was absolutely amazing. Their ability to control the puck, control the play, Kachuk's ability to get the puck back in the offensive zone. Um, the Johnny hockey was lights out today. Lindholm. I, I don't know how many chances Lindholm had in the first, I think he had four grade A's in the first I had the chances in the first period at 11 to two. You want to hold the team to 14 for the game. They had 11 in the first. They dominated in all facets of the game in the first period. And yet at the end of the first, it's two to one. And in you go, maybe, maybe. Well, let me just read you some stats about that first period. So first of all, you said the chances were 11 to two. So that 26 shots by Calgary was the most shots against the Coyotes in a first period of the season. The previous record in the season was 21 shots, which happened twice this season. Um, if you recall last night, the Coyotes had 24 shots on goal in the entire game last night. So Calgary surpassed the Coyotes total shot output in last night's entire game um, in just the first period. Um, the saves by Vimelka in that period is a franchise record for saves in a period since 1997 to 1998. And the and Calgary's 26 first period shots are the most shots allowed in a period in Coyotes franchise history. Charles, my which was higher, shots or size? I, I honestly, I just gave up. And it, one of the lucky <laughs> no, things, no point in sighing anymore. Yeah, one of the lucky things of doing these shows from home at some point, you just curl up on a on the couch with a pillow and just go, okay, I'm going to stop taking notes because what's the point? And that's the way this game started to feel after the first. And <clears throat> the hope was that in the second period, and, and this we saw this before in some of the back-to-backs by the Coyotes, in the second period or the third period, they find their legs and there's a little push. I think that tonight you saw that a little bit, that there uh, clearly the domination that Calgary had in the first period did not continue for 60 minutes. So the Coyotes were able to defend better. They spent more time in the offensive zone. They were able to get more shots. They got 20 shots over the last two periods. So they were able to create a little more offense than they did early in the game. So they were able to find their legs, but they just couldn't find a way. One, Markstrom I thought was really good tonight. I thought there were opportunities where he had Keller point blank in the third period Kessel as somebody alluded to in the chat just a few seconds ago really 14 where he, Kessel slides it through the empty crease he, it's a tap in for Kessel and he doesn't miss those but he did tonight so I thought that they picked up the pace um as the game carried on um if this game and Erickson another, had some shots <clears throat> some opportunities at the beginning of the and that's where too. you look at a, a guy with fresh legs like he didn't play last night in Denver so tonight he's got some fresh legs and that's something you'd like to do when you wish you had more fresh bodies on that second night they could throw in you know two three four fresh guys but you just you don't have that luxury but the other stat I found interesting is they gave up 50 shots and I know we'll get to that next but 50 shots on goal and we're 45 games in and this team is giving up 40 or more nine times. Like that's one in five games that they are giving up 40 plus shots a game. 
when I, I was surprised. I know we had Vimoka had 46 saves twice. So I said, well, let's go back and look. I, he had 46 saves. I think 46 is his number. I think he's had 46 saves three times. Maybe he should change his number to 46. To 46. But you can't give up 40-plus shots one every five games. You just can't. And, and through 45 games, the last two seasons combined, they gave, they've given up 40-plus nine times. So it took two years of, of the first 45 games. Two years ago, it was four. Last year, it was five. This year, it's nine. That's a lot. Like nine, 40 shots in, uh, on goal. Again, we talk about a team trying to keep it. This team's trying to keep it below 28. So 20, 29 shots on goal. 40? You, you figure a 91 save percentage? You, you can't win. So at some point, that all comes down to winning foot races, you know, stopping the turnovers inside your own zone and, and giving you an ability to break out a little bit more smoothly and get out of the zone. Um, and you go back to the, to the goal that ends up being the third period goal by Coleman that kind of put this one away to make it 4-2. This puck, and we'll, we'll probably draw this up uh, in the next few days on video because it's something I think we need to see. It's, it's Anton Strawman has the puck at the Coyotes' blue line it's what we call the new neutral zone regroup so we're waiting for a few players to change and you just take the puck back off the ice at, at the coyotes blue line not in the defensive zone but at their blue line and then he waits and then he waits and then he brings the puck back and then he brings the puck back farther and actually you know now he's behind the net and now we're going wait wait now calgary's four checking makes a play to, to kessel bad pass turnover in their zone they're in the zone another 30 seconds and that's when they give up the goal all from a play that that is just an easy pass from the blue line. just move it you're not even your own. You're not even defending. Like, get the puck up the ice. And that's when we talk about simple hockey for a team. You need to play simple hockey against a team that's out shooting you two to three to one. Get it over the red line, dump it in, go get it. If you look at their goals tonight, both off of the four check, which means they dump it in and they go get it. That's a four check. Dump it in, go get it. They weren't off pretty entries. They weren't pretty rush goals. Dump it in and go get it. That's what worked. Get over the red line, dump it in. So they were trying to make pretty plays. They turned the puck over too much. It was frustrating to watch tonight, knowing how good this team can play when they have their legs moving, because last night was much better. Yeah. Having said that, there were still bright spots. And one of them was Alex Galchenyuk, who yes. we mentioned last night. Which is funny, because I think Craig had tweeted out like the groundhog emoji. Apparently, there's a groundhog emoji, because Groundhog Day, and today, and that's an expression, but today is Groundhog Day. Is it um, really? Yeah. For real? February, well, February 2nd is Groundhog hey, Day. Leah, do you think I know that? <laughs> do you think I have that circle on my calendar? You, every you, day is freaking It's not a circle on your calendar. Day. It's just written in every calendar that's printed. So that's a thing I should know. Yeah. That's do you have a printed okay. calendar in that room? I, no. I, so your digital on calendar? the fridge, I do. On the fridge, I do. Okay. I, do I would like fridge. you, after the show, to, I guarantee you it says Groundhog know, Day. It probably does. But anyway. every day is Groundhog Day as a Coyote fan. Honest it? to God, though, like the when when we were getting ready for the show, it's like okay, back to pack therapy. It's like we have our our few little woo moments, um, like last night. But Galchenyuk gets a goal um, again tonight. He now has two in his last two, two on the season. Um, really, really great to see that from him because, like we talked about, we he's kind of not had the experience here this year that he probably envisioned for himself. Did the Coyotes see their shadow? 
Oh, well. <laughs> 37 gonna more games. It's going to be another, this. yeah, 37 more games of winter, if you will. It's, you know, with, with Galchenik, when they acquired Galchenik, you wanted to see him on the offensive side of the puck. And I will say this today, he, they <laughs> talked to him before the game today. They talked to him on the post game last night. He had some swagger today. He, he did. I, I thought he, he skated better. He carried the puck better. He, and, He's able to get on the score sheet again. So, yeah, I, I think the confidence, we say it before, confidence breeds confidence. You're playing well, you play better. You feel good about yourself. You play better. When you're playing bad, you play bad. So I, I think this might be a turning point for him. I think there's a little bit of chemistry starting to brew. I think I saw it with Schmaltz and Keller a few games ago, even with Boyd, and now with Galchenyuk, it even brings it up a little bit more. I like that line. I think that they're a threat when they're on the ice and the Coyotes need to have somebody that feels like they're a threat when they're on the ice. So getting that from Galchenyuk is huge for this team down the second half stretch. They're going to have to find a way to get offense. They cannot be defending this much every single night. Um, so you're going to need players like Galchenyuk to, to, to be able to carry some of that load because Keller's been doing it by himself. Um, yeah, Kessel chips in once in a while, and Chikrin hasn't found his groove yet. So no, it's but good he has. Kalchenyuk I feel is. like I feel like Chikrin in the last this game in the last game. I feel like he's starting to find his footing a little bit. I I, I will maybe not offensively. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe not defensively. Yeah, and when you saw he, how he shot the puck again, he's getting more shots, and that's what he needs to do. But I don't know that play when he was behind the net with Johnny Hockey. I don't know. You see where Johnny Hockey, uh, Johnny Goudreau banks it off the net with Chicken behind the net. Oh my goodness, was that a nice play? And I thought Chicken should have driven him through the back end when somebody makes it look like that. You should just you run him, but, but it just didn't happen. Um, defensively, there's still holes, and I, I think we, closer we get to trade deadline, the look on by scouts and management on Chikrin is going to be really intense. The offensive side is there. I don't think he's tapped into his ceiling on the offensive side of the puck. I just don't. I'm concerned what teams are going to have to give up to get Chikrin for what he brings inside his own blue line. That part of his game has to improve. So maybe it's a better partner. Maybe it's a better team. Maybe it's a or different maybe system. Maybe he'll have an off season like Clayton Keller did last summer and just completely right. redefine his, his game. Yeah. It, and it's in there. Like I, I I'm not trying to pen, uh, Jacob Chikrin, he's a big, strong guy that can skate and shoot the puck. Kid can play. He's done it before. He just has to f some way find that confidence that he's been lacking this season. And I don't know where that's going to come from. I don't know if it's the coaching staff, a new team. I don't know if it's internal from him. I, I don't know. But I, I hope he finds it because he's a guy that deserves the kind of accolades that he received last year. He, that's the same player. It's still there. So let's hope he finds that in his game over the last 37. Definitely. Well, a little late in the program to be getting to this because we've talked about it a lot, but let's just really, really quickly pull up tonight by the numbers because then you can see just how drastically the Coyotes got outshot almost two to one, 50 to 28. Not a ton of penalties in this game um, compared to especially what we saw last night. Um, but yeah, it's just that 50 number for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's you know, aggressive. That's aggressive. Um, the the most shots on goal the Coyotes have allowed in a game this season before tonight was 49, which was against Winnipeg on January 4th. The most shots the Coyotes have allowed in a game in Coyotes history is 60, which occurred on December 3rd, 2016 versus Columbus. And Mike Smith made 58 saves in a shootout loss that night. 
you know, one of the stats on that on that by the numbers that I thought was a little interesting was how few power play opportunities they were on both sides. If you get 50 shots, that means you're possessing the puck a lot. That means you're getting to the puck. You're spending a lot of time in the offensive zone. Usually that means that you are also drawing penalties. So I'm surprised that they only drew two two power plays um, the Calgary Flames did. And, and conversely, the Coyotes, once they started to play and started to move their feet, that's when they ultimately did get a power play opportunity. So I am surprised um, that, that 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 didn't get more power play opportunities for the Calgary Flames, So, um, which would have potentially made this game even worse. I'm 4-2 game. Um, the scoreboard, I mean... Every time, every time, because the shots are so lopsided, the opportunities, the scoring changes, every time, every lopsided... And the score isn't that bad. Yeah. And so, yes, I'd rather that than a huge 10, you know, than a 10 to 2, for example. But we, you know, we look at those close games and competitive games and the game against Boston, they lost 2 to 1. That, like that, but that was a thrilling game to watch. This game, well, yes, the score itself was close. The Coyotes tied it two times in the game, um, had, you know, some chances in the third there was never a moment watching this game where I felt that excitement feeling that I have felt. Well, and, and you didn't see what they did in, in Colorado. Like it just never felt yeah. like that at all through this game. This felt like what we said last night when they play these good teams, when a goalie holds a minute and that's what happened. But funny, the first, if you go back and we, nobody will, but I'll just tell you in the first two minutes, there were two shots on goal. One, when the coyotes took, uh, took that first penalty Actually, it was 2.58, and uh, when did they take the first penalty? 53 seconds in, Lawson Carlson takes a penalty. The puck, the puck goes from Vimelka's right to his left, and the puck was shot from the left face-off dot to Vimelka's left face-off dot. Vimelka's looking straight ahead and standing straight up because he knows there's a penalty going to be called. Hadn't blown the whistle yet. Calgary Lindholm shoots. From the left circle, Vimelka's looking straight ahead, not even looking at the puck, hits him on the skate. I cannot believe Valley Sports Arizona didn't go back and show a replay of that. And nobody talked about it. I'm like, <laughs> dude, he was standing up looking the wrong way, and it hit him. Then the next shot on the power play is just wide, but he slides way past the net. And I go, uh-oh, Veggie's looking. He's not tracking the puck very well. He didn't see two of them now in the first minute. Boy, was I wrong. Because once he got the second, third, fourth, fifth, tenth, twelfth, fourteenth, sixteenth, eighteenth shot of the period, you go, oh shit, he's on. He, and I mean, he kept the coyotes in this game for there a were long some saves. time. There were two saves with Lindholm all alone in front of that pass came from low to high, which means behind the goal line. He gets out, makes unbelievable pad saves on both of them. So as we've said on the show many, many, many times, I was wrong again. <laughs> I looked at Craig. I sent Craig a text one minute in. Uh oh, Veggie's not tracking the puck. I don't know. I, I, I give up. Sometimes I think I know the game, and then sometimes you I do, Petey. Don't. I was you way do. off. Veggie was sharp. He was, he was really sharp. Gave him a chance. This was not a 4 2 game. Um, but again, the Coyotes, when they get the power play and you pull the goalie late in the third period, there's an opportunity to puck bounces off somebody. every time it's the last or, two minutes of every game <laughs> if crazy. they could find that energy in the first period if they could have that energy in the third that they if they could have put that into the first period they wouldn't have been in this mess because it wouldn't have been so lopsided in the first period if they could have found their energy early the good news is 
everybody but Clayton Keller gets a break now. Everybody gets to go, whether they go. Oh my God, uh, Veggie needs a freaking vacation. Uh, yeah, yeah, tonight. he does. <laughs> He's getting an IV right now, probably in the medical room. But this team needs a break, and yeah. they've got you know some teams have longer breaks than the Coyotes right now because they have to make up games, so they're playing right away again next uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. Is mm-hmm. that right? Tuesday, mm-hmm. Wednesday, their fifth back to back in five weeks. And both on the road. Yep. And, and they have to cross I the think, border. I think those are 8 p.m. starts. So we're in for one next week. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. And we're supposed to go to the studio for those again. We're going to go back downtown for Tuesday, Wednesday, 8 but then, o'clock. But Craig is going to drink the IPA. So it'll be worth it. Oh, yeah, I know. I'll let that <laughs> I'll bring a pillow in my jammies. I might wear the jammies. Wonder, yeah, maybe I mean, we'll make that. Pa- make pajama maybe IPA night. day could be pajama day. But what if we just don't tell Craig and you and I wear pajamas and he yeah, just Yeah, well, Craig won't do it anyway. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so why would we even bother telling him? So let's not just do it. <laughs> so he, he, would, he was you know, you, a bad idea. Well, maybe hopefully he doesn't go back and watch this. Well, you mentioned Clayton Keller. Um, Keller, of course, had an assist and a goal tonight. And he is our DraftKings king of the game. Wow, that's some energy. That's some serious energy. Had to pull it out. I know you're doing your um, best. One goal, one assist, three shots. Good performance for him going into the All-Star game. He is now on a six-game point streak. Um, he, that was his 17th goal of the season. He's six away from tying his career high set his rookie season. Um, he now has 34 points in his last 36 games. Um, Keller 17 goals through 45 games are the most by a coyote since redeem verbata in 2011, 2012. Here is the updated anatomy and all-star Clayton Keller since November 1st, 36 games, 14 goals, 20 assists. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and looking forward to seeing him on that three-on-three ice sheet in Vegas too. I think that you know that will play into the kind of game that Clayton Keller is is accustomed to. Could give him a lot of room, give him a lot of space, and give him other players that can handle the puck as well as he can. Um, this three-on-three game should should fit and right into. I'm the also skillset. I'm also looking forward to seeing him play with other really high skill players. Yeah, that's what that's what you know what I mean. That's that's the joy of the All Star game, but you know, the for a team like, but but also a team like the Coyotes, and this is not a knock to the Coyotes players, but this is not the most skilled team well, in the no, league. It's the All Star game for a reason. They're, they're all yeah. skilled like this. But right. so I am excited for Clayton Keller, and I will, I'm excited to see <clears> what Clayton Keller can do. I, like genuinely, I'm excited to see what Clayton Keller can do. Hey, bro, this is a good shirt, by the way. Bro just said he just got this shirt. Good shirt. And for people that don't have them, what we said, soft. They are. They're good shirts. But no, and I like, (laughs) I know you guys had the, um, the, the all-star talk today on the PHNX sports show. And you talked about which all-star game is the best. And I would say it was not hockey in the past. It wasn't, I mean, nobody defended, nobody hit the scores were you know, 12, 10 and guys just skate. It was, I like the three on three. I think it brings some competitive nature to the game. They put some money on, on the board. You gotta, you gotta, chance to win some money have a little tournament i thought the competitive nature went up and i thought the hockey got better and that's what people wanted to see anyway they wanted to see that kind of one-on-one skill they wanted to see that overtime excitement back and forth breakaways that's what people wanted to see when they were doing it five on five it, was, it ended up being just it's i'm sure you talked about it on the show but like the the basketball all-star game you know 199 to 195 and the football one into that so i'm a big 
if I had a vote, I'd say baseball, I've but I don't have a vote. And I never, wasn't on the show. I've literally never watched the Pro Bowl once in my whole life. Yeah. Well, so I'm excited to see Keller do this. I am. I think he's going to be what's his what's his skill this year? Is accuracy he in the accuracy shooting? shot? He's doing that. Is he doing the the, the Bellagio one? one? Is he? No, I don't think so, but that would no. be crazy. <laughs> Are they doing, yeah, I don't I'm know. so excited about that. <laughs> I want to do that. I want to go like, I want to go I float out do, in the middle I of the Bellagio do the, fountains. I want to do the blackjack one. <laughs> I want to float puck, out in the Bellagio shark. fountains and shoot pucks. <laughs> that sounds fun. I mean, I don't know what the hell else they're going to That's why it's got to be in Vegas. Like they should it have it should just guys on rollerblades down Las Vegas Boulevard. Like just right oh down the street. Oh my God, a street hockey tournament? Yes. Listen, what well, you'd be all about. I think that. we should maybe during the off season when we we just need to come up with stuff, we should do a whole episode where we just propose a brand new all star format and brand new skills, and we'll just make our own all star game, and then we will propose it to I'm the all NHL. And all about we'll send it, we'll edit it, and send it to Gary. And yeah, we'll send it to Gary. You know, he's sure. on speed dial on my phone, so yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Craig's, that's probably where Craig is now. He's probably pitching his ideas. With <laughs> yeah, Gary. we haven't, we have not gotten the elevator text from Craig yet. Um, but before Craig gets here, um, I do want to make sure that we do talk about. Do you think? Do you think the All Star Game is going to be on DraftKings? I genuinely don't know. I genuinely don't know either. That'd be hard to bet on. Yeah, I don't know how you bet on that either. But you can bet on anything else. You bet you on cornhole. Really we talked about it on DNVR <laughs> last night. You can literally bet on cornhole. So why really? not the All-Star? Yes. Oh my so God. why not the All-Star game? Exactly. Well, yeah, you can literally bet on anything pretty much on DraftKings. But if you want to um, bet on the Super Bowl, you can do that as well. And in honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get $280 in free bets if your team wins. If you're not a new customer, you can experience Super Bowl 56 with same-game parlays. I think Totri hit a huge same-game parlay last night and won like a ton of money. So wow. there is... On DraftKings. So there is a ton of money to be won on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So make sure you sign up, use that promo code PHNX, get 56 to 1 odds on either team, bet $5, get 280 in free bets. If your team wins, that's promo code PHNX at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Next Step. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details can we can can we talk about the all-star game one more topic yeah can we talk about is it the tom edition? is it tom is it talking about tom wilson i saw caleb mentioned it in the comments earlier um alexander ovechkin tested positive for covid this week is placed in covid protocol and will unfortunately miss the all-star game and as the team's replacement they're sending tom wilson what yeah. are your thoughts? I, I don't know. Is like the NHL sending their their player safety committee? Are they going to have to have a representative at the All Star game? Because has anyone ever been suspended at the All Star game? That would be interesting. Could be Tom Wilson. That's the way Tom Wilson plays. I I, I I know Tom Wilson does have an offensive upside, and I know he plays with good players, and he can. But three on three, I I don't know if that's it's Tom Wilson's forte. He's a he's a guy when he's on the ice, people are scared. They're scared. He's big. He's strong. He hits absolutely vicious violently like he's a he's a dangerous player on the ice yeah i feel like he's he's disliked by everyone on the in the league and then just and loved by his teammates 
Oh, and we just got the call. Did you get? Yeah, the call? we got we got the elevator text. The everyone. Elevator call. So he's coming. But <laughs> you're right. It'll be interesting to see. And he's he's not he's not. Um, you know, he is a guy that can still score. So I mean, is it? Do I expect Tom Wilson to fight in the All Star no. game for Clayton Keller's sake? Let's hope not, because that would be a little bit of a mismatch. So you know, we'll 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 see. And. Uh, I'm sure he'll be just fine. It's not going to be a big deal. He's got 13 goals this season in 43 games. He can play. He can skate. So I, I think, like we just said, John Scott. John Scott was an MVP of the All-Star that game. Was... He didn't have a team. Like He didn't have a team. He <laughs> wore white gear. one year. of the most insane All-Star moments of all time. And I, How do you go to the All-Star game and not be playing for a team? Well, John Scott did it. So and well, gets he, MVP. You know how every you know how every team gets a representative. John Scott was representing anybody who doesn't have a team, which is just pretty much or like not on a team, which is you know you and me. I'm not on a team. So he represented us. Is that how it was? Sure. Okay, I'll go with that. You do remember? We're not getting into it today because I just don't want to. <laughs> do you remember how he got there? It was a vote. It, it was the vote. The fan vote. Yeah, it was a fan vote. And what do you think about fan votes? We talked about this on the Phoenix Sports podcast today. Yeah, it's an all-star game. It's for the fans. It doesn't count in the standings. Well, Who cares? HK, fans okay, vote. But, but the NBA fan vote, you think that Clay Thompson deserves to be a starter over Devin Booker? No, but the fans wanted to see him, so they voted for him. And the teams that have the bigger TV viewing, bigger markets – get the get the east coast bias I, I i don't know like what do you want it's not devin booker's gonna start in the in, in the nba finals that's where he's gonna start because that's about who's the better team for the better player that's trying to win this is an all-star game hk like it's it does it matter i mean i know you want to start in the all-star game i know it's really cool and all this but the the coyote sent yannick perot to the all-star games i challenge anybody in the <laughs> in the chat today to go who the hell is yannick perot they sent him to the all-star game why you know because the Coyotes him? needed a representative. They need, and why did they send him? Do you know? Because he no, was I leading don't. the NHL in faceoff percentage at the time. No panic, Yannick could win a draw. The kid was amazing at face, and that's back when it was five on five. It wasn't three on three. So they sent no panic, Yannick Perot to the All Star game. So I mean, the fans get to pick some. That the, the the league picks the rest. I I don't know. I, I guess I'm wrong, and don't tell Sean Espo because no. they had an emergipod because their guy didn't get in. I I, I, I get it; <laughs> like he's the best player on the best team, and he should have been there. But um, by the way, Sean did just confirm with me: you can bet on the skills competition. On you DraftKings. cannot. We might oh, have some buddy. fun with that on Saturday, PD. Maybe maybe that'll be one of Saturday our, morning. That maybe that'll that? yeah. So we'll be going. Oh no, the skills is Friday night. Oh no! Uh, okay, it's okay. We still have we still have an audio episode between okay. now and then, okay. so we'll talk we'll talk about it now. We'll, we'll talk about we'll, we'll talk about it on our audio episode. Okay. Um, so yeah, we do have an audio episode coming tomorrow. We'll also be going live Saturday morning. Craig will be calling in from Vegas. We'll talk more about the All Star Game. So if you have more opinions to share, um, definitely pocket them for that show as well um that will be here on the PHNX sports youtube channel and pd was mentioning his shirt earlier and how comfy it is and um i also saw a question do we ship to thailand i will find out and i will get back to you i promise you that next show or i will find you on twitter actually just tweet me. just getting up or what he needs it shipped out get to thailand debug, right? yeah I for <laughs> I just ask. I'm just trying to help people out here. 
I'm going to find out for debug. Anyway, um, if you want to get in on the merchandise, um, you can do so at the PHNX Locker. And if you're a member, you get members deals weekly on the merchandise. So it's a great time to become a member. Craig has a huge piece coming out, um, I believe, Friday on Clayton Keller. So you can only read that if you're a member at gophnx.com. Being a member, you have access to all of the great written content, um, it's access to the members only discord and more. So join our family. It's just under $60 for a year. When you sign up for year, a year, you get a shirt from the locker or you can try your first month, just 50 cents. Um, definitely a bargain to become a member at gophnx.com. And we were talking about Tom Wilson and his fighting ability and his ability to play a tough and rough and tumble game. Who leads the national hockey league in fighting majors? Liam um, that would be Liam O'Brien. Of your Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> I mean, who would have guessed that 45 games in, that Liam O'Brien would be leading the National Hockey League in fighting majors? That was his 10th fight of the year tonight. Yeah, 10th fight in 45 games. And, I, and yeah. he clearly hasn't played 45. <laughs> so he's at a one every four pace. That's that's. Uh, he's right, the police. Either. He's the sheriff out there. And here he is. Are you ready, Sean? Craig's calls. Craig's calls. It's Craig. <laughs> it's Craig. That video never gets old. To I know me. it doesn't. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Could get off the elevator tonight. Uh oh. <laughs> Ride with anyone interesting, Craig? Uh, the NHL stats guys were coming into the elevator from the press box as I was coming up, and and they wanted to talk about ASU for a long time. <laughs> so, oh no! Just trying try to get myself out of there. <laughs> oh, they're trying to talk about the building. Yeah, well, they're trying oh, to talk about grief. the guy who's playing there. Everybody wants to know what's going on, so. You're like, I got to go. I got a show. I'm sure, Craig, you were just dying to get here and talk about that amazing game we just watched. <laughs> I, I'm just disappointed they didn't get to 60 shots. The way we were trending, it looked like it was it was going to happen with ease, but then Calgary got a two-goal lead and they just backed off. It's very disappointing. Only 50 Yeah, you were kind of hoping for the setting the franchise record tonight, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, uh, if I'm going to come all the way out here for this, I might as well see a franchise record <laughs> shots against <laughs> well, you thought you were there after the first. I mean, that was... It really that, did. Somebody did not wake up, set the alarm for 7.30. It didn't go off till about 8, 8.45, because yeah. they got a late start. It was tough. It, it was tough. That first period, the Calgary Flames were much better. It's, it's a team that, when you talk about teams in the National Hockey League, you don't hear a lot about the Calgary Flames. You know, you, you Florida Panthers, Boston, Rangers, Tampa. A lot of the teams in these, you don't hear much about the Calgary Flames. Out, out in the West, you hear Vegas. And, and that's about it, Minnesota in the central. Um, so it's a team you don't hear about, but, man, they're pretty good. Like if Markstrom yeah. plays like that, he's a good goal there, and that top line's lights out. They got all those post -game, postponed games to make up, but if you look at their points percentage, and I, I don't know what it is after tonight if they moved into if they moved even with Vegas in the Pacific, but they're, they're a team to be reckoned with without a doubt. That top line, wow. Uh, Andre Turin, you talked about it after the game tonight. They they knew what was coming from that line, but they they really couldn't handle it in that first period. They had to uh, make some adjustments and matchups, you know, with Roussel and Mayo. But the, whew, 26 shots in the first period. That was, I had something to do in the first period, at least. I was, like, emailing NHL stats. I was asking the Coyotes. I was looking up all kinds of records after that first period and then wonder where they might be headed. And it really was driven by that top line of the Calgary Flames. Like, when they yeah. were on the ice – 
the ice was lopsided in the Coyotes' defensive end, and there really was no answer. They couldn't win races to the puck when they were on the ice. Mm-hmm. It, it looked like Saturday morning shinny hockey out in the outdoor <laughs> ponds. It really <laughs> did. Like Johnny Hockey looks so skilled with the puck. That he is. I mean, he's a skilled guy. Seven but... shots on goal from him tonight. He was so frustrated tonight he, that he couldn't like he, he, that one where Vimelka comes out and he kind of yeah Tyson said right, right, right. poker him but he just it wasn't even a poke check he just kind of stabbed at it it was it was an awkward move I I don't think Johnny was ready for Vimelka to go at him like that so it kind of surprised him he, <laughs> he went and slams a stick into the glass he was so frustrated that he wasn't able um to get a goal tonight and, and I thought he was outstanding tonight he just just couldn't find the, couldn't find the twine because Vamelko was just too good today. Yeah, he but, was good. They had a lot of great A's in this game. Man, they had a lot of great A's. By the way, Charles confirming in the chat, Calgary's now 0.001%. Oh, do we lose Leah? Vegas. There it is. Or do we lose the whole chat? Oh, I'm back. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was crazy. Okay. We're back. <laughs> Hey, wait, Petey's frozen. No. Yeah. Hey, there you are. Oh, was that There's two of you? Me. Just being a mannequin there. Okay. <laughs> Leah, what happened? Did you have a break in? Did you have a break in in your party? The apartment? street racing game was. <laughs> the the wow. stat guys were trying to end the stream because they want to talk to you about ASU. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> Oh, what do we do? This is great. Twice? I, I, I don't know actually, why actually think we should have just left that. <laughs> Honestly, it would I mean, have that, just been be breaking new ground here. Look at this, two PDs. This is great. <laughs> this is fantastic. That's, That's what people, people ask for. More oh, PD. <laughs> Say it in a deep voice now. Get really creepy. I know. Bring in the Bob Ross. More PD. <laughs> Sean, can you kick one of these out? <laughs> This what the hell great. happened, Leah? <laughs> Why are you asking me? I don't know. Ratings I'm bonanza, crying. buddy. Ratings bonanza. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh, my God. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, that was chaos. Wow. <laughs> well, the Calgary anyway. Flames. You, ju- you just mentioned that they, they moved uh, percentage points ahead that of Vegas tonight. There we go. Uh, no, point oh oh one. One point behind. Ah, so just... That's that's going to be an interesting. I mean, they're going to have to play a crazy schedule in March. I don't know if you've looked. I think they have 17 games in March because they have to make up so much. But that's going to be a bit of a grind, and they're probably going to get a little tired. But they have a lot of home games. Calgary's going to be in this. Hey, everyone. So sorry for the technical difficulties on the live stream. We got cut off and were unable to come back on. Um, but Craig was just finishing up talking about the story he wrote on gophnx.com. Um, interviewing the Calgary Flames general manager, Brad Treliving. So be sure to check that out on gophnext.com. Become a member. Be sure to also check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app this week. Like we confirmed today, you can actually bet on the skills competition of the NHL All-Star Game. So should be a fun weekend up ahead. We'll be back with an audio episode for you tomorrow. That is Thursday. And we will have a live show Saturday morning with Craig live in Las Vegas where we'll just talk 
all things all-star so be be sure to tune in for that as well on the phnx sports youtube channel please like follow subscribe and leave a review on our podcast wherever you get your podcasts all of that is super helpful and follow us on twitter at phnx underscore coyotes um still hitting those follower milestones for to unlock rewards. Craig will be drinking the IPA next week when we're back in the studio um, looking for that 3,000 mark to get a song and dance TikTok action, if you will. Again, thank you everyone for being patient with all of our technical difficulties tonight. We appreciate you all. Um, just like the Coyotes, we're ready to get out of the building tonight, I'm sure, for the NHL All-Star break. It seems that our servers for our live stream system were too. They're already checked in to the hotel in Las Vegas, it seems. Thank you so much all for joining us, and we will see you later this week. Have a good night.